The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of 7 discounts so multitask right now get your quote now at progressive.com progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates national average 12 month savings of 744 dollars by new customers surveyed who saved with progressive between june 2022 and may 2023 potential savings will vary discounts not available in all states and situations right i mean obviously Debo is a great player i mean there's there's definitely no hesitation there i mean of course you know, anyone I think those guys are going to bring in that free agency market would be obviously a benefit for us. I mean, depending on what we have to give up or whatever, I mean, that's not up to me. So, uh, you know, I, I guess I can all I can say is I really just trust what, what Jody and those guys are, are thinking about. And, um, you know, whatever decision they happen to make there, I'm going to be happy with it. Jets quarterback Zach Wilson taking a break from 10th grade physics class to meet with the media. My God, he looks younger a year later. He looks younger. Pete, it's not an insult to tell somebody they look young. That's a compliment. He looks younger a year later. <laughs> all right. All right. Whatever you say, old timer. He will look older. He looks good to me. He looks good. All right, old timer. Get off his back. Get off my Zach Wilson's back. All right. It's my, my other quarterback here in the New York area. Let's go. <laughs> well, the quarterback needs some help, and he may get Debo Samuel. There were some developments yesterday. Debo Samuel goes back to social media, and he complained about people talking about a situation they know nothing about. Hey, Debo, tell us then. You go public with your trade request, and then you ghost us for a week as to why you want out. Here's how the world works, Debo, and, and I say this out of a place of benevolence. I'm not trying to give him a hard time. He just needs to understand he's a young guy. If he was my son, and he's probably my son's age, if not younger, he's 26, so he's a little bit older than my son. I would say to Debo, look, when you do something like this, when you want to be traded by an NFL team, people are going to want to know why. And if you don't tell them why, you know what they're going to start doing? They're going to start supplying the why on their own. That's what people do. They're not just going to sit there and say, oh, wow, Debo wants to be traded. I wonder why. Well, he'll tell us at the appropriate time. Let's not think about it at all until he tells us what the reason is. This is what we do. And there aren't that many possible reasons. It's either something obvious, like they haven't offered me enough money. I don't like the fact that they're running me between the tackles on a regular basis, or I don't want to live in California. Those are the obvious ones. Maybe it's something else. But until he tells us, we're not just going to sit there and say, 
It's none of our business. Of course it's our business. He's a public figure. He plays pro football. 49ers fans want to know what the hell happened because until you know what happened, until you know how it went wrong, you have no idea whether or not it can be fixed. Yeah. I I, I don't understand this either. I, I love, you know, I mean, we, we both love Debo Samuel. We do. I don't understand this with the pro athletes, though, lately. Like, wait, wait, I'm doing all these things, and wait, you're giving me attention, because, and I don't want attention right now, but – Later, when things are good, I want that attention and come back. That's where, So I want to be like, you know, with one of these guys, I want to be like, okay, fine. We won't follow your story. And then when you get traded to a new team, nobody will talk about it. We're not even going to talk about it. And then when you have your press conference to hold up your jersey, no media is going to be there because it doesn't matter. Like just I, that's I wanted like I want to call the bluff on these guys a little bit one of these times to go. Okay. I've done that. Oh, I've done that. It's gotten me in trouble before yeah. with guys like JJ Watt. It's, it's the hey, everybody, look at me. What the hell are you looking at? Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. attention on their own terms. Right. They don't want to be criticized for the things they seek attention for. They don't want people guessing at reasons to to try to solve a mystery that they created. Aaron Rodgers is like that too. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is like that. Yeah, he wants to build a mystery and they don't want anyone to try to solve it. If you try to solve it, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, tell us what you're talking about then. Yeah, I know. And then they don't get enough attention and they're like, why are more people paying attention to me? And it's like, well, I don't know. You told us to stop. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell to do. I mean, what the fuck? I don't know. Hey, geez. Oh, so, <laughs> whoa. Oh, wait. Peacock first. It said? did. It did. It came All out right. of my mouth. It came out of my mouth. Right. Yes. There's Our a apologies. peacock first right there. Okay. Welcome yeah, to the peacock. Let me tell you this. All right. tell you this. But, instead of, instead of yeah. taking a break and coming back and reading an apology we don't mean, let me just go ahead and say now we're not sorry it happened. I'm sorry. Life is rated R. It's if you don't like it, <laughs> if you don't like it, go watch something That's else. That's why you're my host. See, I like you. That's right. We double down on that. I like it. And I'm sorry, though. I didn't mean to let that slip, but I got emotional and funny there, and it came out. That's the real... <laughs> that's the real... <laughs> got yeah. All right. Here's Pay the- no attention to that to that profanity. It's 11 hours, 35 minutes, and 47 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look over drive. there. Look. All right. The other thing I want to say just before we get off of Debo, too, is Debo's not getting traded this weekend. That's not going to happen. I, 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 you know, it's another one. I, I'll get down and kiss your feet, even though you probably don't want me to kiss your feet. I don't want it. I, I don't want it. All right. Well, I'll bet another I'll steak dinner that I owe icky. you. All right. I'll fine. take some sticky icky. Okay, fine. Let's bet that. I don't think he gets right. traded this weekend just because uh, of all the things we've discussed. You've hit on it. We've hit on it. You know, it it's going into year four. He's just about to hit the prime. They want Trey Lance to work. He's arguably the best player on their team. Uh, he, for a guy like Shanahan, he is the most important piece as far as how he wants to play that creativity. I just don't think the 49ers, you know, even though the draft is here and all that, I, I don't think they're going to do that this weekend. One, I think it's going to be hard for teams to figure it all out, the package, the money, all of that right here in the midst of the draft. You know, two, I think the 49ers are going to go down swinging like we've been talking about, about trying to salvage this relationship because of how important he is. So that's where... I think if something happened with Debo Samuel, which I don't expect, it'll be later on. I don't think we're going to hear action tonight or or anytime this weekend. By the way, I don't think you want to do a weed bet for me. I have a feeling yours is a lot better than what I can muster down here in West Virginia. Yeah, don't even worry. I don't watch your stuff, so don't worry. Just if I lose, I'll send it to you, and we'll just call it even. (laughs) I just did some research. I thought Dank was bad. Apparently, Dank is good. Dank is good. Schwag is is bad. Dank is good. Schwag is bad. (laughs) I've learned something new today. It's the best show ever. This is awesome. Uh, (laughs) Let's always be careful when you're messing around with Urban Dictionary, you never quite know what you're going to get. The most innocuous phrase 
can end up being something that uh, that will leave you speechless. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah. All right. Especially especially if you try to get uh, your your digital uh, voice assistant to read the things to you, which is uh, another trip altogether. <laughs> um, I, I'm with you though on Debo. Now I will say this: if they are going to trade him, this is the way it should be going. Oh, they're not going to trade him. Oh, we, he's the, they're not going to pick up one of these first-round picks until it happens. You don't want anyone to know you're going to have, for example, pick number 10 from the Jets until that pick's on the clock. So this is the way it would go if they were going to trade him. But I agree with you. They're stubborn. They think maybe they can talk him out of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you trade him after the draft, well, you don't have 2022 draft picks. Well, you know what? We don't really like the 2022 draft. We'd rather have 23 draft picks. So I the, the draft itself coming and going tonight is not some key must trade him now or you can't. Right. They could still trade him later and they could buy some time and try to work it out. All right, Darren Waller was the subject of some trade rumors earlier this week. Derek Carr came out and said there's no chance that Darren Waller is going to be traded. He was linked to the Packers. Here's Waller with Zach Gelb on CBS Sports Radio last night talking about this chatter that had him linked to Green Bay. You know, I, I didn't really have much of a reaction, and I'm focused on learning the offensive system here in Vegas, uh, building relationships with the coaches, and, you know, just enjoying working with my teammates while I have the opportunity to, man. It's a business. Uh, whatever happens, happens. But I'm enjoying my time here in Vegas and loving the new staff and the new challenges that are in place. So uh, I'm focused on what I can control, you know. Have you had any conversations with the team since this report emerged, just trying to get some clarity on if they're actually looking to trade you or not? Uh, yeah, I've had talks with the team, and they said this is not a thing that's happening. Uh, there's no trade that's going to happen. Uh, and like I said, we just focusing on football, getting better, learning the system, and seeing where it's going to take us this year. Now, look, I know teams lie all the time, but I would not believe that they're going to trade him if he says they've told him he's not going to be traded. They've told him there's not going to be a trade. Right. That's a dangerous thing to do with a cornerstone player like Darren Waller. You tell him he's not going to be traded, and then you trade him. The rest of the locker room says, well, we can't believe these guys. There's yeah. a new regime here, and we can't believe them. If they're going to tell Darren Waller he's not going to be traded, and then they trade him. The key numbers, the key number for Darren Waller is 6.25. That's his salary this year and next year. He's underpaid. He's definitely underpaid. No question. And you got Devontae Adams blowing into town with a market value contract who's never worked for the Raiders before. You've got Waller, who's been part of the infrastructure they've been building. It doesn't take a genius to start connecting dots that maybe Waller wants more money and they're not ready to give it to him. And maybe they maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe they did poke around to see what they could get by way of a return. But from Waller's perspective, he's worth more than $6.25 million. A hundred percent. He's definitely one of the three, four, five best tight ends in football. You could argue he's the best receiving tight end in football. I don't think that would be crazy. I think you could ask coaches. Uh, we, hey, we heard John Gruden last year make a comment, right, that he's the, the greatest physical talent he's ever coached or something like that. So that just speaks to it a little bit of what we're talking about. I don't, again, I don't know. This report, it, 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 I, I don't know if it's real or not. That would be my first thing I'd want to guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I never heard from anybody tangible that this was like a real thing. Did the, did the Packers call the Raiders to see if he was available? I don't know, maybe. But I, 
that where I have a hard time believing is thinking it got really anywhere down the road. And I just look at it and go, man, Josh McDaniels? What? He just got to the Raiders? I, I, this to me would be, I would think would be his dream come true. I mean, nobody knows how to use the tight end better than Josh McDaniels. He's a, a, one of the handful of coaches in football that really knows how to use them and get it all, get people off at that position. So I would think he's looking at it going, wait, I got my Gronk and, and Devontae Adams. I got a better version of Julian Edelman, and I'm going to th- make people go crazy in the middle of the field with uh, Adams running six- and eight-yard routes underneath, and, and then there's Darren Waller behind him 15 and 20 yards down the field that way, and then it got Hunter Renfro to go along with it. It's got some Wes Welker action. I would think he wants to torture defenses with that combination right there. That's where I don't buy that the Raiders would trade Darren Waller. And think about what you can do with Darren Waller if Josh McDaniels would like to go back to one of the staples of the New England offense when they had interchangeable parts, moving guys around in the no huddle. Drop the drop the pedal in the no huddle, and all of a sudden, Darren Waller is lining up anywhere and everywhere, including the backfield. That's the kind of thing that Darren Waller can give to Josh McDaniels that he did not enjoy in New England on a consistent basis. One more point, because here's, here's my theory. Yeah on the Darren Waller trade talk. I think this all flows from the lingering dysfunction between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and I think this was floated by the Packers. I agree. To create the impression that they're trying. Right. We're to trying do to get somebody hey, Aaron, in here. We're trying. Right. Aaron, please lay off us. We're starving. We're trying to make the team better. We're making these calls. We tried to get Darren Waller. We couldn't get him. We're trying to do this. We can't do it. We're trying to do that. We can't do it. Please, please, please don't be mad at us. I feel like that it's an effort to placate Aaron Rodgers. I agree a little right. bit. I feel the same. I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's take a break. Kyler Murray had his fifth-year option exercised, as expected, on Wednesday. What does that mean for his long-term contract, if any, with the Cardinals? We'll discuss that next year on PFT Live. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Reality is, there really isn't anything all that sexy about this draft. 
I'm not that fired up about it as we talked about. Draft, 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 draft. It's coming up in just six days Yay. in Las Vegas. Stop it, Miles. At least pretend <laughs> to care. Countdown, oh, countdown, countdown, countdown. I really <laughs> didn't want that. Keep it I over really here. He is. It. Keep it on my side. I like it right there. Draft, 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 draft. But the draft in all sports is an archaic, somewhat primitive way of dictating the way people's professional lives are going to go. 35 hours and 48 minutes until the draft. Draft, 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 draft. Florio and the draft, they love each other. (laughs) So, an anti-drafter? Is that the term? Is that a thing? It's You're drafting. an anti-drafter. How dare hip, you hip, are. Hooray. How dare you. Uh, how, you don't how, believe in science. The science of evaluating drafting <laughs> players. <laughs> you got to admit, though, it would be fascinating if there was no draft and they had to recruit the players. I would they like had to, to see get it. the right players, yeah. scout the right players. They had a hard salary cap available. Based upon if you're bad, you got more money to spend. If you're good, you have less money to spend. That's the way you ensure some competitive balance in all of this. Like its own market that would be a wild the market. Role. That's interesting. But the problem is, the problem is, it could never be packaged and presented as an event over which the commissioner presides. It's the one day a year where the commissioner comes off as a real live boy. And he gets to go out there and bear hug all the players. You couldn't have that same thing. Pete's trying to push me along. Hey, Pete, you're the one that played the video. You're the <laughs> one that pulled my string on the anti-drafting. Let's go. Card- uh, Kyler Murray had his fifth-year option picked up. To me, it means nothing. And of course they were going to do it. It means nothing on his long-term deal. I think that what we saw happen a week or two ago where the Cardinals said there's no chance he's being traded, Kyler Murray basically said, I love the one I'm with. I think we're going to see a Kyler Murray contract at some point this summer. I right. think that's where this is heading. Agreed. I mean, come on. It's a no-brainer. I mean, obviously, what other options are out there? You got a guy that's got a chance. I mean, he's he's one of those few quarterbacks in football where you can go, he's a superstar, can be a top three in the conversation. You just don't let a guy like that out. And, you know, if you're Kyler Murray, again, you know, the grass isn't always greener. This place believes in you. They They love you. They drafted you one. They've orchestrated and built an offense around your skill set. So, yeah, Mike, I'm totally with you. I I think sometime training camp, early training camp, maybe right before his deal gets done and he's signed up for a long time. Yeah, I think they've worked out their acrimony, and Murray realizes there isn't some other team out there that's going to swoop in and make the Cardinals an offer they can't refuse and pay him the kind of money he'd be looking for. I suspect his agent did enough work behind the scenes so he could have a frank, candid explanation with Kyler Murray that – you're just not going to get $60 million if you think you're worth 60 You're going to have to work your way there. You're going to have to do more on the field to get to the point where you're the highest guy, highest paid guy in the NFL. All right, or the highest guy in the NFL. That's going to be Chris later tonight. <laughs> Let's take a break. Uh, when we return, will we see three quarterbacks drafted tonight? Some draft prop bets when PFT Live continues right after this. All right, it's draft time, and it's the Points Bet Perfect 10 presented by Chris Sims. All right, there are partners at Points Bet have cooked up a contest that you won't find at any other sports book. The Points Bet Perfect 10 presented by yours truly, that's right, me. 
Why? Perfect 10, you ask? Because that's exactly what you'll need to be. Yes, you need to be perfect in the perfect 10. And selecting picks 1 through 10 on Thursday night, and if you're perfect, you can win $100,000 in free bets from PointsBet. Go to PointsBet.com or download the app to play, Mike. Get in on it. You know, come on, Mike. See if you can win 100000 Maybe get some new I toys. don't think we're eligible. Well, I don't think we're eligible. I don't know. Get somebody else you know to do something. Get your son to get involved. Let's go. Get it going. So you're suggesting that I violate the rules by supplying someone else with the list of 10. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, um, at least I won't use my own phone when I do it. I'll just use my son's phone or my wife's phone instead. She's all of a sudden very interested in the draft because she knows that uh, it's something that you know, it's an she, honor and a privilege. She's seen how how you push my buttons. <laughs> yeah. She realizes she can oh, push my buttons. Oh, I like buttons it. With. All right. Yes. Let's yes. do some draft props. I love it. <laughs> Quarterbacks drafted in round one. The over-under is two and a half. I am going to take the over because I look at that 32 spot, and I think somebody is going there. Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis are going to go before then. I think at 32, that's the Matt Corral <sighs> right, spot. Right. I'm, I'm with you there. I don't know where the Desmond Ritter talk has come up. That, to me, again, is like the betting markets. It's the popular name. He was on Cincinnati last year. They were in the college football Final Four. I, I, I don't know anybody that has Desmond Ritter you know, considered in the first round or among those top three quarterbacks. But, ah. Uh, this, is, this, to me, is like one of the diciest bets we'll talk about. I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to go with the under and say two. I'm with you in the fact, like, I think your logic is right. That 31-32 pick could be action for a team to come up and get the quarterback. I'm going to just say it doesn't happen. So I'm going to go with two with this one. And it's amazing. Last year, three for three right out of the gates, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. And now this year, there may not be three in the entire First round. First receiver to be drafted. Garrett Wilson of Ohio State is the favorite at minus 130. Jamison Williams from Alabama, plus 200. Rehabbing that torn ACL. He would clearly be the first guy without that ACL. And Drake London from USC, plus 300. Who would you take among those three? Well, I I would take Jamison Williams. I I would. I mean, just again, just as a player, that would be my pick. Uh, If I'm a, you know... You know, if I'm Atlanta or the Jets and I'm looking receiver, I'm going Jamison Williams. Now, it just about our team's going to be comfortable with the fact that, yeah, he's not going to be full go to start the season. You know, you're going to have to kind of break him in and, you know, maybe halfway through the year is finally when you get your full Jamison Williams. But uh, you said it right. It, it, he's clearly the number one receiver in the draft. I don't think anybody's got him anywhere but number one. It's just, yes, are they going to – will Atlanta feel comfortable with the ACL? Or do they just go with the guy, you know what, let's not worry about it. Let's get Garrett Wilson and go. But I think it's one of those two guys for sure. Yeah, um, I would go Jamison Williams. And, and for this uh, prop purpose, I'd, I'd rather take the two-to-one odds than, than actually – go into negative territory with Garrett Wilson. I have a feeling that, that Jamison Williams is going to go higher than expected yeah, because the that. ACL report is good and because he's the he's the one who stands out as the rare talent right. from this draft at the receiver position. Total running backs drafted in round one. The over under 0.5. Chris, you had Brees Hall going to the Bills at number 25. I I uh, I think I'm going to go zero. I, I, we, we've just we've seen yeah. too many cautionary tales of first round running backs not panning out. The only argument to do it at the very bottom of the round is to get the fifth year option. That's it. Yeah, no, you're right, and and it's it's one where I could see Buffalo going a different route there for sure. I put it at twenty five. Hey, the corner on the board, maybe they do that. 
I, they're a team that's got a lot of – they got it all in a lot of ways, right? So they, they're like almost in that range of what you're talking They're end of the first round. Wait, we got a really good team. This is just like an icing on the cake pick. Hey, Diggs, you're going deep. Gabriel Davis, you're going deep. Oh, you guys forgot about Brees Hall right here, and he's really fast. Watch out. He's not my favorite running back in the draft, but he's freaky fast, and he catches the ball well out of the backfield, and that's why I put him there. But I'm going to go with you here. I think ultimately – I'm going to go with zero running backs, too. I'm going to go with zero. I think when it's all said and done, even though I got him at 25, and I think that's a real possibility, I don't know. As we've gotten closer here, I feel like Buffalo might address another need and and address running back in the second round. Travis Etienne was the only first-rounder last year, 22nd overall to the Jaguars, tore an ACL in training camp. What I mean, would you do it, it if you're back- Buffalo, Mike? Like, would you would you roll the dice on a guy like that? You know, he's big playability. He's not necessarily the guy that's going to smash it in between the tackles and drive the pile. You know, there's a little less physicality than you like, but in space, he's got three rockets up his butt, and he can be dangerous. I'd want to have one of each. I'd want to have thunder and lightning inside and outside, but I'd want something more than what I have. Running back is a need that they must address because that offense is too skewed toward the passing game. They need to balance it out with some guys that can that can churn up the yardage on the ground and give Josh Allen a break from time to time. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we return, we're going to draft the things that we want to see in the draft, which is coming tonight in 11 hours and 14 minutes and 22 seconds. We'll be back with more PFT Live right after this. If you guys were first-round picks, huh. what song would you select to walk out to it would be a, a nice strong beat with ray Liotta from goodfellas saying oh you had a fire f you pay me bar got hit by lightning f you pay me because the whole message would be now that you've drafted me f you pay me that's what i would do f you pay me f you pay me f you pay me that's what i would do That's well done. That's very well done, EJ. I really like the photo of me strangling Maury with the telephone cord. That was That nice. is very well done. I didn't know you were and tatted up far, like that. Far better than what happened to him with the ice pick later in the film. Spoiler alert. But uh, what do we want to see in round one? That's our draft for today. Chris, you've got a question for me. Oh, there he is. Hey, poor guy. You're going to get an ice pick poor later boy. on. Hey. And his toupee came off. Mine stayed on, but his came off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, laughed about it, right? They laugh about it after. All right, so uh, first, who was the last number one overall pick that wasn't a QB? Offensive tackle or edge rusher? Edge rusher. So, okay, wait what, a minute. Yes. Who was the first? Who was the last first overall pick that wasn't a QB, wasn't an offensive tackle, and wasn't an edge rusher, right? It's been QB, tackles, or edge rushers for a long time. When's the last one that went outside of that? Well, I mean, the Jets had Keyshawn Johnson in 96. The question is, has it happened in 26 years since then? And, God, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'll say Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, you're right. That's a good one. I don't know if I would have got that, you know, in in time here for that. I remember that vividly. They they uh, that was the year they went all in with. So that was the year. Wasn't that the year that was it? Ninety seven. It was ninety seven. That was the guy they took the year that they could have had Peyton Manning. I think. And Manning would have gone to the Jets if he'd had the guarantee he was going to be the number one overall pick or something like that. And yeah. he ended up sticking around in college for one more year. All right. Uh, I haven't thought about this. What do I want to see? What do I want to see? I want to see a run on quarterbacks because that's what makes it exciting. And where else are you going to find potential franchise quarterbacks other than in 
the draft. And if you're one of these teams that just can't convince Deshaun Watson to come play for you, you have an incentive to go out there and swing the bat. And if it doesn't work out, you'll be in a position in a year or two or three to do it again at a relatively low cost. So I want to see a run on quarterbacks. I want it to be four or five, not two or three. All right. There you go, you you quarterback hoarder, you, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. Hey, speaking of that, speaking yeah. of your guy, John Gruden, yeah. they've already started the process of putting the clip out there of the mashup of all the times during the 2014 draft when he was at ESPN, he was pushing for Johnny Manziel to be picked. Uh, so yeah. may, maybe you should not be a quarterback hoarder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he literally, it was what? It was 24 picks in a row where he said it. And I wanted yeah. to be like, hey, uh, Gruden, John, uh, most of the league's got a third-round grade in the guy. Get off of him. Like, get off of him. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to go to the top of the draft. It, we talked about it already, but I want to see it now that we've kind of thought, talked about it and teased it a little bit. I want to see Aiden Hutchinson on the Detroit Lions. I do. I just think it's a cool story. The guy that was talked about being number one and we just kind of penciled in in Jacksonville for basically the last four months is going to end up staying home in the state he played college. And then it just seems like, I don't know, if him and Dan Campbell went to the bar with a hoodie and cut off sleeves, they'd look the same. It's like two peas in a pod. It just makes sense. So I've been excited for the Lions franchise if that happens. And I want to be excited for the Lions franchise. I want to see Debo Samuel get traded tonight. I want to see that. Not that I, I not, nothing against 49ers fans. It's just, it's going to add to the excitement. If all of a sudden out of nowhere, out of the clear blue sky, we get the word as the commissioner walks out to the podium to say, there's been a trade. The 49ers are now on the clock. If we hear that, we will know what that means. That will mean that we're going to hear just after that. They got that first round pick from whoever, by giving that team Debo Samuel. So I want to see that happen tonight. Yeah, I, I hear you there. That would be awesome. I mean, that, that, that you, know, you know, I don't think Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo is going to happen, but Debo's the one that I think we're all looking for. Uh, that would certainly throw a curveball into the first round. Um, next one I'm going to go with here, I'm just going to go a little New York theme. I want the New York teams to kill it. I want the, the, the four picks in the top ten. I'm sick of living up here in the New York area and dealing with crappy football teams. I've had enough of it. Uh, I, both of them. I mean, yes, I'm a Giants fan. I want the Giants to kill it first. I want the Jets too, too, though. I like Robert Sala and what they're doing there. And I just want some exciting, excitement here up in the, tri, the, the tri-state area with these football teams. So uh, I, they're sitting pretty. They got a lot of assets to play around here and do some things and really maybe in the best position of all the draft. Um, so, yeah, I want both the New York teams to kill it. That's what I'm really rooting for. This is similar to my first pick, but it's different. I want the Steelers to trade up and take Malik Willis. That's what I want to see happen. Because you don't just sit and wait for him. If you like the guy, you need to send a message to him and everyone else. We really like him. We're not playing the game of waiting and hoping. We're going to get him. Like they went and got Troy Polamalu. Like they went and got Santonio Holmes. Like they went and got Devin Bush. If you like Malik Willis, go get him at number 12. That's that's my tra- the one trade that I'm predicting. You're predicting The that? Steelers and Vikings flip-flop 12 and 20, just like last year. 12 and 20, Giants and Bears, so the Bears could go up and get Justin Fields. Yeah, okay. All right. That's, that's not a bad thought. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the opposite here. I would love, for, for purposes of sitting in my barn and having entertainment here, the kind of the opposite of what you just said. 
I would love for Pittsburgh to take make a pick at 20 and then not be a quarterback, and all the quarterbacks are on the board as we're going through the 20s. You know, it, it would be interesting to be like, holy crap, there's, there was 20 picks. We still don't have a quarterback. None of these teams in the 20s even have a need for a quarterback. Who the hell is going to make a player do something here? I would love to see that. I mean, I doubt that happens, but, man, it would be unlike any other draft that we've seen to, to have quarterbacks just sitting there you know, through the top 20 picks. I think back to 2005 and Aaron Rodgers with his free fall. Four years later, Brady Quinn, his free fall. They do a much better job now of not exploiting the kid in that situation. I mean, come on. Let's get the camera out of his face. Yeah. Let's not constantly embarrass him. He showed up to be a prop right. in your ultimate reality show about nothing. Let's not embarrass Kenny him. Kenny Pickett's not going to be there either, taken. Mike, if, that, if you glean smart. into that at all. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Why would yeah. you want to go through that? Yeah. You don't know where you're going to go. You don't know where your high-low is. You don't want to run the right. risk of uh, the bottom falling out, and then you're the last guy sitting in the green room. Let's take a break. We'll wrap up this draft day edition of PFT Live right after this. It's been six years since the Laramie Tunsil draft night gas mask bong video popped up out of nowhere. He fell all the way to 13. It wouldn't happen today for a variety of reasons, but he's still trying to live that down. And he's selling the video, Chris, as an NFT, a non-fungible token. That's something the kids really like that I still don't understand. Yeah, me neither, but it's cool. I hope he profits off of it because that damn video, like, screwed him out of a whole lot of money. So... You know, it's good that he can kind of make light of it, realize that, you know, there's more to life. We're not judging him on that. Hopefully he can make some money. That's it. It went fast. Follow us all night long at PFT and Chris Sims Unbuttoned. It's draft night. We'll be back at 5 for PFT PM. See ya. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are.